Good morning and welcome to the Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. This is Pastor Donnie Schumate at the Bethel Baptist Church here in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. I want to welcome you today. Hope you're doing good this morning. Thank the Lord for you taking time uh, to join with us today. We thank God for the Word of God. Thank God for the opportunity to study the precious Word of God. And with that said this morning, if you have a copy of God's precious Word nearby, I want you, want you to open your Bible along with me to the Gospel of Luke. We're looking at Luke's Gospel, chapter number one, and we've entitled our study, A Journey Through Luke. And we're already deep into chapter number one. We've been looking in verses 18 and 19. And Lord willing, we're going to try to look at verse number 20 today as we've been looking at Zacharias, who is the priest. And here he is. He is in the temple and he is having a great honor and a privilege to burn incense in at the altar in the tabernacle. And boy, what a blessing that is, the temple there at Jerusalem. And he's in the temple, and I call it a tabernacle, and a temple, it's, a, it's the same thing. The tabernacle was a portable uh, temple with the same orchestration. It was the place of sacrifices, and it was the place where it had the Holy of Holies and the holy place as well. And Zacharias was in the first part of the temple, the holy place, and he was burning incense to the Lord. Very likely, this was the only time in his entire life that he had that privilege. At his time, it is estimated that there were over 20,000 priests uh, that lived around Jericho alone, not to mention those that lived in the city of Jerusalem. And so it is that Zacharias was doing uh, his wonderful, wonderful position as priest, burning the, the incense there before the altar. And then all of a sudden, we know that the Bible teaches us that the angel appeared unto him. And no doubt it was sudden and it was startling. And there's no question about that. You could imagine a little bit scary as well. And as we think of that today, we must consider uh, Zacharias as he's seeing this uh, this uh, wonderful and supernatural events taking place. And God had been silent over 400 years. And now God is speaking through the messenger, the angel. And we find out the identity 
of the messenger in verse number 19, as we looked at Luke's gospel, we uh, look back to verse 18 and we discuss the indecision of the man. And then we look there again in verse 19 at the identity of the messenger. And he is Gabriel. And the name Gabriel means man of God or messenger of God. And we believe in angels. I hope that you do, because it's very biblical to believe in angels. I believe that there are angels all around us. I believe that. I think we have angels that are encamped about us, protecting us, guiding us, helping us in our lives. And then also, I do believe the Bible teaches us that we need to be careful when we entertain strangers, how we treat them, because some have entertained angels unaware. And I believe that they can take the form and be seen as a human being. You say, you really believe that? I sure do, because it's biblical. And so it is, we find the identity of the messenger. Now today, we're going to conclude our little three-verse section here, verse 18, 19, and 20, by looking at verse 20, and we're going to see the instant of mutation. And verse number 20 of Luke 1, the Bible says, and Behold, there thou shalt be dumb and not able to speak until the day that these things shall be performed, because thou believest not my words which shall be fulfilled in their season. Now, Zacharias realizes that disbelief comes with a great cost. Zacharias is stricken dumb. He cannot speak, and he would not be able to speak until the day John the Baptist was born. So disbelief again comes with a cause. Zacharias didn't believe the word of God that the angel had brought to him. Gabriel's words, Zacharias just couldn't believe it. So Zacharias was silenced until after the birth of John the Baptist. Again, belief comes with a great, disbelief comes with a great cost. But then we must consider the opposite of disbelief, that is to believe. And let me say this to you and I, belief always comes with needed assistance. Did you know sometimes we need assistance to believe? I recall a story in the Bible immediately came to my mind as I was considering this thought. And that is the story of a man who come to Jesus and ask his help because his son had a dumb spirit. And it was actually a demon spirit. It was a devil that was within his son. And it had been in that young man all his life since he was a child. And Jesus questioned the man and he said unto him, uh, in verse number 23 of Mark 9, Jesus saith unto him, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. And straightway, in verse 24 of that same chapter, the man, the father of the child, cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help thou mine unbelief. I've always marveled at that verse. It's a very interesting verse to me. How can you believe? And, and not believe. Well, that's really not what he's talking about. 
He is believing. He's trusting the Lord. But then he calls upon, this father called upon God to help him with his believing. God strengthened me. God, give me the grace to put my entire confidence in you, Lord Jesus. And I believe that's what the man meant by the statement that he made. He said, Lord, I believe, help thou my unbelief. In other words, Lord, strengthen that which is weak in me. God, help me to have confidence in you in everything. And can I tell you today, having trust in God and confidence in him, it'll help you in your Christian walk. Jesus said in John 15, verse four and five, abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye except ye abide in me. I am the vine and ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, ye can do nothing. Now, rightly in the context, you've got to be in Christ and Christ in you. But if you have that blessed assurance, you have faith. You put your trust in the Lord Jesus and you and I can benefit from placing our confidence and our belief in him. And I just believe Jesus is able. I have no fear of that. I have no reservation in that. And unbelief, we realize that when we're weak, we need his help. And we never, we never can trust ourselves alone. We have to have the Lord's help. And even when it comes to faith, Lord, help me. Give me confidence. Lord, give me more strength that I can do what you'd have me to do. In Hebrews chapter 11, verse number six, the Bible says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So today, as we think about that, Zacharias' disbelief cost him. It cost him his silence. He was silent for the entirety of the time until his son was born. And we're going to look continually through this chapter and see what unfolds as we continue our study in Luke's gospel. Well, I hope and pray that you've been blessed and benefited. Lord willing, we'll be back again for another Bethel Baptist Bible devotion time. And until then, this is Pastor Donnie bidding you a great day. God bless you is our prayer. Bye-bye. You know that I'm